Welcome to Head to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Markham. This bi-weekly podcast is designed to be a safe space to admit what we truly believe in our hearts. We all know the difference between just having biblical knowledge floating around in our heads and actually believing that it's true. Until God's truth makes its way into our hearts, nothing changes. We'll be doing a mix of solo episodes and interviews with friends who have experienced the freedom that comes when head knowledge becomes heart knowledge. We'll talk about overcoming lies in our relationships, mental health struggles, and the way we see ourselves. The truth will set you free so that you can walk every day in the freedom God desires for you. It's time to let go of the pressures, insecurities, and burdens. That's not yours to carry. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. It's the same podcast, same host, new year, new name. So thank you for tuning in. This is a new season. We're starting season three. And I have brought one of my dear friends on to be our guest today. And I'm so excited to introduce her. Her name is Israel. Go ahead. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) That's her voice. And Israel (laughs) and I have been friends for we just talked about this since like 2016. Yeah. So that'd be about five years, which actually I did not know it had been that long. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) And we grew up in the same youth group. But you're not originally from Florida. You migrated there. No, I've migrated everywhere. Mm -hmm. I was born in Ohio because my parents were, they grew up being uh, gospel singers. So they toured around the country. And so I was born in Ohio because they were on tour. (laughs) And then I lived in Virginia and then I moved to Tennessee and then I moved to Florida. And now I live in Dallas. So that's crazy. Wow. Everywhere. Especially everywhere in the south actually i have a a couple friends from ohio and some of them have southern accents it's a little confusing (laughs) yeah it is weird (laughs) so israel why don't you introduce yourself to the audience tell us a little bit about yourself well i've lived everywhere uh (laughs) um my name means bringer of peace and my papa actually named me not my parents so i'm a little special and, and uh, um... let's define who your let's define who your papa is because no one calls their grandfather their papa. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um. Yeah. So my papa is my dad's dad, my grandfather. If you want to be all, if you will, um, technical. <laughs> and yeah, I call him papa because in Virginia that's what they call grandpa. I guess. So, I love that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you got Pawpaws, you got Mimi's and Mama's and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and then and then one of my grandmas, I just call her grandma. So what? <laughs> <laughs> that's just grandma, don't worry. Yeah, it's just grandma. I love coffee. Uh some would say it's an addiction. I call it a passion, whatever. Um <laughs> I'm married. I've been married for like a year and a few months to my I guess high school sweetheart we we lived in separate states but we were like best friends all throughout high school um I was actually his wingman for my best friend and then he didn't like her anymore so we kept in contact anyways long story short we're married um (laughs) wow doesn't seem like that uh platonic of a friendship to me (laughs) (laughs) anyways um he was crazy about me the whole time and I had no idea because I'm oblivious we got married in 2020. So, yeah, we just celebrated our year anniversary. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm also a small business owner. Just started my small business in October of 2021. Wow. Big step. Big thing. Yeah, big, big step. <laughs> okay. So Israel, I am so excited for what we're going to talk about today. And I just want to just ask you this question and open you up to whatever type of answer you want to say. But okay. what have you been set free from? I have been set free from depression and having no hope, no joy. And now I do. So God is great. Wow. <laughs> I have been set free from a cloudy mindset and just a very unhealthy mental state. He completely did a 180 on my brain. So wow. he's awesome. Backstory. Um, I talked about my papa a little bit. Uh, my grandpa, you know. <laughs> And so basically, he named me, he was very important in my life. He was like a second dad, really. I, I never really saw him as a grandpa. I, I, he was there for all the high school, like, dramas and not like girl drama gossip, but like actual plays. I was like play. the actual <laughs> class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at, really, he was just there for everything. He drove me to school every morning. He taught me how to pray. He was just a very important person in my life and honestly my biggest hype man and I just loved him so much Um, but he passed away in October of 2020 he he got sick and and passed away suddenly and honestly none of us in, in my family were ready for it he was really like a pillar in our family and like my dad was adopted by him. And really, if you look at my family, like half of us are blood related and half of us aren't because my papa just picked up people who were like misfits and turned them into family. So he was an awesome dude. Um, but he, yeah, so he passed away and I didn't know how to act. Honestly, he was such an important part of my life um, that when he passed away, I, I lost hope. I was like, what's the point in doing anything anymore if he's not around? And I fell into a really bad depression. Yeah, it sounds like you were in a place of healthy grieving at first, but then it took a turn to become just a hopeless kind of depression where you just feel kind of stuck and in a funk in a way. Yeah, so basically the Lord was like so graceful and merciful to me and met me in my messy brain and clouded mindset and depression and really just lovingly told me like hey it's okay to grieve I'm grieving with you I didn't even know this is in the bible but it's somewhere in psalms where he's like he weeps when those who he loves dies I didn't even know that like I had no idea that he actually feels the same thing I'm feeling you know and Mm -hmm. grief is like that is like something that the Lord does. Like we have emotions because we're made in his image and he has emotions. And so like, he was like, I'm grieving with you, but you're depressed because you idolize this man. And so the reason why I was, I fell into this depression was because my King on the throne of my heart, he fell because he's human. And my, my papa was a great man of God, but he wasn't Jesus. And so he couldn't ever fulfill that role in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And then after he revealed that to me, um, just through like every day going to him and talking to him, 
he told me that he was jealous for me. And I was like, well, Lord, what does that mean? Like, you're not supposed to be jealous, you know? <laughs> like, I just grew up thinking it was a bad thing, you know? Then I was like, hold up. What does that mean? And it wasn't a bad thing. And because he said he was crazy about me. Like, he, he's madly in love with me. He sent his son to die for me because he loves me, you know? And he's jealous for me. And he said, I'm his number one priority. So after the Lord told me about his like top priorities, I evaluated mine and was like, wow, mine are trash. <laughs> um, they're not like in line with his or anything really good at all. Like I was, I was prioritizing man over God and business over relationships. It was just, they were all out of whack. And I was like, well, no wonder my mind was so clouded. <laughs> um, but so anyways, I, I was like, okay, I have to reevaluate my priorities. How do I do that? And I actually started bullet journaling. And so I would write down my priorities every week and make sure that I'm making time for the things that are actually important in my life, you know, like my relationship with the Lord, my husband, other things. Like I just made sure that it was all prioritized correctly so I could actually love God and people the way I'm supposed to. And then I realized I'm not the only one who gets overwhelmed by unorganized priorities. <laughs> um, my friend Avonlea, you know Avonlea. I do. I love uh, Avonlea. <laughs> she's awesome. Shout out to Avonlea for listening to this. Love you. Okay. She was like super overwhelmed one week. It was like a weekend. She has a, had a super busy weekend. She was going out of the country, like all this other stuff. And she hadn't even written down anything she needed to do. So I was like, bro, let's go to a coffee shop. I'll help you organize it. It'll be good. And so then we went to the coffee shop. I organized her whole weekend. And after that, she was like, dude, this helped me so much. Thank you. And I was like, no problem. You should start bullet journaling. And she was like, no, I don't have time. Like, she's a student. She has other responsibilities. She's like, I don't have time to do this. And I don't even know where I would start. Like, how would I even... I'm not that creative. And I was like, that's a lie. But she was just like, I don't even know where to start in bullet journaling. And so then I did a little sneaky thing and surprised her with a custom journal, like with spreadsheets ready to go every week. She just had to like write her to-do list on it and trackers and all that stuff. And I gave it to her. And so that is basically where the the idea was sparked in my my brain to make a business selling journals so I can help other people because the first step to success is being organized <laughs> so yes yeah wow that's so good thank you for sharing the story I mean when our priorities are out of whack I feel like the rest the our whole life as a whole can just feel out of whack but the yeah. simple thing is to realign our priorities with what Christ wants them to be and he's obviously first and foremost and on the throne yeah so you talked a lot about idolatry how making a person an idol in your life or a thing how would you define idolatry idolatry is worshiping something or someone who is created Hmm. and isn't the creator right and it's i think it's like jeremiah 116 hold on let me flip there Flippity flip, flip, flippity flip, flip, flip action. It says they worship idols made with their own hands. 
Mm. So it's like you're worshiping something that you made, whether it's like, uh, I mean, some people make ministries and they worship those and some people make money and worship that. In the old days, they literally made like golden calves and bowed down to it, you know. Mm-hmm. but it's anything that's created whether it's a person or a thing like all people are created by god and so if you're putting anything before god it's it's idolatry or and it's an idol in your life yeah that's really good how you pointed out that even the good things that are technically like for the lord yeah can misplace him in our lives mm-hmm. so i feel like in the church this is a common problem that people face is once we love someone or something, we suddenly get nervous. Like, Oh, because I enjoy this. Does that mean that it's an idol in my life? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we all question that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So what would you say are some signs that we can pinpoint in our lives that yes, I am making something an idol in my life versus I just really enjoy something or someone. And I'm not idolizing it. Yeah. So first I would have to say, what does it actually look like to worship something or someone other than God? Because like I said, literally in the Bible, they were bringing burnt offerings to calves that were made out of gold. Like we don't do that today. Speak for um, yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my bad. Um, <laughs> but I would say that to find out if you're making an idol rather than like, enjoying something like I enjoy crocheting but I don't worship crocheting you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like to find the difference and if you're idolizing it or enjoying it I would say like reflect on what is your thought process on where you're spending all your time Mm -hmm. because said in the old testament it says don't commit adultery but I say even if you look at a woman you've already committed adultery in your heart we're focused on the outward appearance but he's more focused on and cares about what our thoughts are mm-hmm. and our heart intentions right yeah and so what we think we do you know and so if he can get our thoughts he has our whole life and so I would say what are your thoughts on most of the time like I I love crocheting but I'm not obsessively thinking about what needle do I need to get and how am I going to do the crochet patterns you know I'm just like I enjoy this I'm going to do it mm-hmm. but I aggressively think about the Lord like all the time <laughs> I'm like I want to change the world for Jesus you know mm-hmm. so it's like I would say idolizing something is spending all your thoughts on it and enjoying something is just doing it like go to the beach do it if you like Mm -hmm. it if you're somewhere where a beach is (laughs) but yeah I also think that with people specifically Mm -hmm. like your papa like a significant other like a friend I feel like in my life I've started to notice when I am starting to idolize them if like every filter that I think thoughts through is through that person right if that makes sense like what would this person think about this or this activity I'm doing or I want to align my schedule for theirs about absolutely everything in my life it's kind of like it's like pushing everything you had planned and putting it on a different person yeah and there's like healthy balance but the the obsessive like I'm gonna push my entire (laughs) schedule 
yeah. towards this person would be probably like a good sign. Yeah, that is so true. I definitely idolized my my papa and it was like, would this make him happy if I do this? Will he like agree with it and all these things? But I wasn't asking first and foremost, is this even biblical? <laughs> like, yeah, is, would this be pleasing to God? Like, if I truly have given my life to him, it's his. I need to ask the person who owns my life what to do with it, not someone who he created, whose life he also owns. Like, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's really good. We should just ask ourselves, like, who owns my life? Yeah. Who is actually controlling my my thought process and my decisions? Mm-hmm. That's such a good question. You also mentioned jealousy and just the difference between God's jealousy versus human jealousy that we experience. Um, how would you define jealousy or how would you begin to understand the difference between those two? Yeah. So, okay. The dictionary definition of jealousy is uh to feel jealous <laughs> so, <laughs> so i looked up what's the diction uh, the the dictionary definition of jealous and it said feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages and so basically the the definition that's given in the dictionary is just human jealousy because it's focused on self-promoting it's all selfish it's like you have that, I want that. You are achieving something, I don't want you to achieve it because I want to achieve it. So it's very self-centered, right? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty bad. So that's why I was like, Lord, you're jealous? What? No. <laughs> um, but to explain human jealousy versus God's jealousy, you have to go to the Bible because, you know, he wrote down everything in there. <laughs> And I didn't even know this, but actually in Exodus 34, 14, it literally says, like, hold on, I'll just read it. It says, you must not worship or you must worship no other gods for the Lord, whose very name is jealous, is a God who is jealous about his relationship with you. And I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> like, he, it's not just something that he feels. He is jealous. Like, it's literally his name. And so that's the difference between human jealousy and God's jealousy is humans. It's just, it's just a fleeting emotion that is very self-centered. And for God, it's literally who he is. His jealousy is selfless and for us, which produces satisfaction. But human jealousy is self-seeking, which produces idolatry and disappointment. Like anytime someone is jealous of another person, it's always disappointing because it's self-seeking. But if, if you feel God's jealousy for you, it's always for you. Like he knows that every other person or every other thing that's not him isn't going to satisfy you. So he's like, please put me first so that you're never disappointed. That's powerful. Jealousy in the human aspect. It's like... Mm-hmm. Because I don't have it, I want to take it from someone else. And that implies that we are in need or we feel like we need something. But when I think of God, he is all sufficient and doesn't need anything. He is the source of all life. So it's such a different concept because God's jealousy 
he's not like trying to to take something from you because he needs it he like wants to be in relationship that's the difference that's so good you could give any advice to someone who is listening who is idolizing a person or a thing in their life it just feels jealous pretty often what would you say is like a few steps for them that they can become free from that secure in christ and then put their priorities in the right place yeah so first just the practical little thing because i'm very practical write down things that you think about write down your your current priorities however jacked up they are write them down and then reevaluate them put them in their right spots their rightful place jesus is number one if you didn't know that um (laughs) and then apply that every single day whether you don't get it right on the first day or not it doesn't matter keep trying keep trying to put the lord first and then literally everything else will fall into place like i i didn't have the lord first in my life i had someone who passed away and so my priorities were so out of whack i didn't even know how to love my husband right and so i was like overthinking my relationships my jobs and all these other things, everything was out of whack because one thing was out of whack. And as soon as I put God in his rightful position as number one, like all of my relationships just melted together perfectly. Like it was so smooth. I didn't have to strive to try to fix everything that I broke. Like it was just, God was number one. So everything fell into place. And so I think the best advice I could give is literally choose every single day wake up in the morning whenever you wake up and tell god you're number one what do you what are we doing today let's do it together and reevaluate your priorities if he's not number one i fully and completely agree and endorse this message (laughs) oh awesome have you even seen the lord's redemption through this even in your small business that you started So actually, fun story, I started my business exactly a year after my papa passed away. And what really was just like, used to be a cloudy, depressed mindset, God completely flipped around on the anniversary of his passing. And I was able to celebrate with my husband and So God just completely flipped it around and he literally turned my morning into dancing. And tell us a little bit more about your business. So I am selling bullet journals, 100% customizable to your unique lifestyle. If you work out at 4am, I can put it in there. If you don't work out at all, I can put it in there. (laughs) Um, So really it's just like planner, but on steroids. It's literally to a T dedicated to your lifestyle there's no other journal like it i'll start the journal whatever month you want so also just launched stickers and to-do list it's like you know those uh booklets that you just rip it off on the new day is over yes so I, i made one of those i personally will have both on hand at all times they're great together because you can kind of just like word vomit everything you need to do on the on the little like notepad and then you can transfer it to your bullet journal it just makes organizing so much more fun and efficient so highly recommend both 
if someone were to say, um, sign me up, I want to buy one now, how would they go and do that? Okay, go to my Instagram. My Instagram is Ishrael, because I'm cool like that. You should spell it. <laughs> um, it's I-S-H-R-I-E-L. That's my name. So that's my that's my Instagram handle. And on the link in my bio, it'll take you to my website. And the website will tell you what to do from there. Oh, that's amazing. And we also are excited to announce this, that we have worked out a code that yes. if you just enter in the letters, J-E-N-N-Y-1-5, that's Jenny15, you will get 15% off of your order from Israel. Woo-woo! So that's life and order business, baby. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing with us, Israel. Yeah. I was just so excited to have you come on here and talk about the redemption that God has created in your life. And it even is something that is now worked its way into a business and you're blessing other people through that too. Yeah, that's so cool. I can't believe I do this. (laughs) (laughs) You're living a dream. Yeah, I really am. What the heck? Thanks, God. (laughs) Wow. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Head to Heart Podcast. It's a joy to record them and a joy to have you listen. If you have any topics in mind you'd like us to cover, go ahead and send us a message on Instagram. The handle is head to heart underscore podcast. Make sure you subscribe as a way of making sure you never miss an episode. And if you would be so kind, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show so much when you do. We'll be releasing episodes to you every other Friday, so stay tuned and thanks for joining us.